0: Hi everyone, say hi to Dr. Terry Lung, a doctor and the author of The Hormonal Acne Solution. Her her philosophy as an integrative skin and hormone doctor is to help her patients look and feel their best with each passing year naturally and holistically. Through her personal experience and working with patients through the decades, uh, Dr. Terry specializes in skincare planning, aesthetic treatments, and hormonal balance. I'm really happy to have her on the show today because I love your Instagram. It's very (laughs) entertaining. And, um, you know, it's always kind of nice to just learn more about skincare because I think there's a lot of like confusing information out there and it's just a lot happening. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. It's great um, to, to contribute where I can. And it's it was I'm very honored when you reached out to me. If anything I can help, you know, I'll be happy to.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, I you know, like we're going to be talking about your book later on, but you know, first of all, let's kind of get to the kind of fundamentals. Um so when it comes to hormonal acne, what are like the root causes?
1: I think, I mean, people always talk hormone acne is due to an imbalance in hormones. But when in my practice, I've been more than 10 years now, the major thing is basic underlying is inflammation. inflammation. Inflammation is the major kind of causing problem, which then leads on to other things, you know, like sugar imbalances and then also imbalance in hormones. So usually when I speak, you know, see my patients, I only see women at the moment the main major thing I see is really the inflammation.
0: Mm, I see. Okay. So inflammation also sounds like a really big umbrella. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it encompasses a lot of things. So I'm guessing like, you know, the way you care for your patients would be like looking at inflammation and then being like, what actually causes the inflammation, right?
1: Correct yeah okay. absolutely you know so inflammation not only internally but also externally because the skincare can also cause inflammation of the skin you can get inflammation internally and externally as well so depending on what skin products you use that can cause inflammation on the skin making it worse and then you know lifestyle is one thing as well and then also, you know, in terms of what we do that causes the inflammation, but also what we do after we get the inflammation. So for example, you know, let's say you've got, you know, quite a stressful lifestyle, um, you know, like a sleep working um, type A personality like me before and a lot of my my patients I see, then Mm -hmm. it depends on our coping mechanism, what we do with, you know, when we do have the stress, are we, you know, are we binging? Are we drinking alcohol? Are we drinking caffeine to stay awake? You know, are we kind of just in front of the tv or we kind of push on in you know kind of being so stuck on social media and don't fall asleep you know or we have really bad relationships or we're stuck in a job we don't like you know so it's also kind of directly from the problem but also indirectly what we do after we have the problem
0: interesting um i like here uh what you said about like like it sounds like from your examples it actually all the external stuff is actually a lot to do with like other stuff that people don't think yes. about like career relationships and all that um quick question like if someone has acne and you know obviously affects like the body image and self-image and all that and like Mm -hmm. the more concealer or makeup you put on like does that actually get worse
1: it yeah it definitely does make it worse because you are kind of congesting it causing more congestion you know so there is an acne called comestical acne which is basically from the use of cosmetics either mostly from you know the brushes if they don't clean it or the sponges they don't clean it because it's breeding ground for bacteria but also if you're using um, maybe an old makeup so people if you don't use it got to check the expiry date and some brands as well even though they say it's non comedogenic they either have very like a lot of heavy oils so especially mm. those cream concealers or cream foundations they are usually very heavy and when they apply it you know i understand you know they, they, it makes them feel good but it actually can cause things to become worse you know with that
0: right Wow, I feel like we could have a whole conversation about makeup. I, know, makeup. <laughs> I should have done that. Like maybe a part. It's two. a big.
1: <laughs> that's another like you said it's very, it's a big topic as well because there's there's so much out there. And so yeah. much out there it's like what and everything. I mean, for me personally, I don't use a lot of makeup, you know, mm. and I and a lot of my patients, you know, beginning they 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 have they have to but then later on they they ease off it and then, you know, they keep the eyes and everything because that's more like right. more, more more art if you like okay. the foundation just reduce it kind right
0: of yeah, yeah 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 I asked about the makeup because I mean I have PCOS and I used to suffer from a lot of acne too and I remember always just slapping on the concealer even though I felt like it was making it worse but then mm. you know if you're like young or you want to look good it just really like affects like your self-image and like it's Agreed. almost like a paradox
1: it is, it is And especially now, you know With all the filters They're so easily rub, right. off your, <laughs> you rub off your That's true Your pores and everything So then you feel that I need to buy that specific makeup Because that influencer or that person Looks so flawless, you know oh, On the camera see. But right. actually it's really from the filter Not really from the makeup Yeah,
0: yeah. like even on Zoom right now In like, Zoom, absolutely I don't have to wear makeup <laughs> I know, it just looks so like A little bit blur Yeah, <laughs> yeah um okay so you know when it comes to like root causes of acne how do you actually help women to find that like what's your process um and actually find balance in your hormones i love your
1: cat cat so before my patients come to see me they complete like a 10-page questionnaire you know it goes through quite um, a lot in terms of lifestyle in terms of nutrition their gut health and also hormone balance as well so there are questions that look at specific hormones um, which then gives me a good idea which hormones might be out of balance I mean as we know you know hormones is it's like a big soup really a lot of things go in you know one Mm -hmm. they they're not they're usually not only one hormone is a problem usually one affects the other often one affects the other and then they interrelated as well but it gives me a good idea which might be the the main one that's causing the problem
0: and Mm -hmm. then we kind of
1: address it really you know and I also cover you know ask them questions on like their skin products and also their skin routine as well and 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 what skin treatments they do um, because that will affect how their skin is healing because I think For me, I believe the skin naturally wants to heal, you know, it naturally wants to find equilibrium. And what we have to do is just feed it the right nutrients and building blocks and kind of like let it do its job. Don't meddle it too much. And then it will do its job, you know, but then we add too many things and then we can kind of um, make it worse, Um, Mm. you know, good intentions, of course. So after the questionnaire, then I see them usually for an hour. And then depending on what we find, then we may do some tests. Um, so common tests, we do, you know, food sensitivity tests to look at any food intolerance that might be causing it um, if they didn't want to do the elimination diet. So it depends on budget right. as well. Some some patients, you know, we do the blood tests and stool tests, depending on if they've got a lot of gut symptoms or they do the Dutch test. I love the Dutch test that looks, it's a urine test that looks at, you know, hormone hormone balance and how they yeah, are detoxifying as well. So all those mm-hmm. kind of things, you um, so again, depends on how quickly somebody wants to know everything. Because I think right. first thing is awareness, really. Awareness is a big thing because once they know what's going on, then they don't feel like it's out of their hands. You know, they feel, they feel more in control if they know what's going on with their bodies, whether their gut, you know, and how, what triggers their, their, their breakouts. I think that's the big thing is that what triggers their breakout, then they can, they, they can choose and make informing choices to, to address it
0: yeah that's very true like if I, if like i know what's causing my acne then obviously i will try not to do that mm-hmm. um you mentioned there i love the dutch test too by the way it's like amazing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you mentioned like you know like the hormone soup thing which i love i also use that same analogy with my clients um what are some of like the hormones that interact that causes acne like could you you know just touch upon them a yeah
1: so a few of them that you know the one major thing is like high cortisol you know so cortisol is kind cortisol we need cortisol because it's a stress hormone we need cortisol because it actually in small amounts or good amounts actually reduces inflammation but Mm -hmm. when we have too much it's kind of like you know too much fire in our bodies so then it causes wear and tear so cortisol is one thing because it also increases um, blood sugar levels as well, and it increases um, inflammation as well when it's too much. So high cortisol. Another thing is high insulin. So when we get insulin resistance, um, so insulin resistance when we have too much sugar in our system. So either either by lifestyle we get insulin resistance or because it's genetically causing uh, insulin resistance. When we get insulin resistance, you know when we have too much insulin, it can actually trigger our ovaries to produce more androgens, which is the testosterone, which is the male hormone, increasing right. oily skin. You know increasing increasing acne, increasing, you know, um, facial hair as well. Um, so you've got high cortisol, high insulin, low progesterone, which is the calming hormone, skin calming hormone, the mood calming home, help with sleep. So low progesterone, high estrogen, which I call the Diva hormone. So we need our Diva hormone estrogen because it gives the hips, gives us boobs, you know, it's mixed <laughs> but we have too much Diva, we feel bloated red, you know, we, we're kind of like a you know not not very nice person if you like too much deeper and then of course the high testosterone which is the common one people see um right you know with high androgens so those are those are the five common ones that i see in my practice
0: so five common ones low progesterone high estrogen high testosterone high insulin high cortisol correct summary okay correct so on this topic, like moving on to PCOS, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, COS women also have a lot of these imbalances. Yes. Um. So would the solutions be different for them compared to like a, you know, someone without PCOS?
1: That's a good question. I would say it's similar because, you know, with PCOS, again, you know, most recently... They are coming up with like different causes of PCOS because it's difficult sometimes to diagnose it. You know, like right. you mentioned, like you have PCOS, but you don't fit the typical picture of a PCOS um, patient uh, woman. You know, usually, you know, they are more have over they are slightly overweight mm-hmm. um, with that, and then they got acne or they have hirsutism, which is hair on their face. So that's kind of like the typical presentation of PCOS. Mm-hmm. But in terms of blood work, you know, they will have um, no. Um, irregular periods or no periods, high, Mm -hmm. high androgens, high testosterone, and also cysts in the ovaries. But again, you know, with the ovaries in ultrasound, not everyone with PCOS actually have cysts and, you know, and the other way around. So people with cysts doesn't mean they have PCOS, you know, so that kind of thing. So I think with PCOS, as well as acne, you know, I find that it is similar Is similar, but maybe the, because the pre in terms of where I start, you know, making sure, reducing inflammation, making sure your body is detoxing well enough, balancing your sugars, you know, Mm -hmm. which then later will help the balancing of the hormones. Because if somebody has acne problems, doesn't mean that they will not ovulate it usually, you know, they can have a period, you know, maybe most, you know, they can have regular periods, but if somebody has PCOS, they're more likely to may have problems with their ovulation. Right. So it's okay. kind of focusing on on that mm. area.
0: I see. Got it. Mm. Um, okay.
1: You,
0: yes. <laughs> so go ahead. Would
1: you, uh, would you agree with that in terms of like how you approach the PCOS as well?
0: Yeah, actually I do a lot of like the nutrition up front. Um, I save my detox for a little later, especially mm-hmm. like, you know, if they're not pooping well or sweating yes. or that kind of thing. Um, Cause I don't want that toxin recirculating. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do think I agree with you. Like definitely the irregular ovulation is like a huge thing and that kind mm. of screws up all the other hormones. Um, and yeah. And, and also, you know, when I see PCOS women who are really stressed, it's like a double whammy. Cause like you yes. said, like cortisol, kind of you know it's like the priority of all the hormones so it's very likely that she doesn't ovulate or don't have enough progesterone.
1: and it's interesting as well like you said you know because the typical presentation is say you know so they have you know a little bit extra extra weight so then they'll try to not eat or eat less right
0: over exercise they're trying over
1: exercise Mm -hmm. you know and they Mm are um stressed or counting calories so there is it's not a Easiness and that's not a flowing, um, you know, kind of trusting their own body, really, mm. you know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, this have a, a negative effect on the hormones because the body feels like I'm not safe, you know. Why do I need to ovulate, you know? So right. so okay. with I think with patients with PCOS, I kind of I kind of focus. I don't focus on clearing your skin. Focus on regulating your ovulation you know, mm. or, uh, optimizing your ovulation, let's get your your cycles good, your sugar balance, because by doing that, your skin will respond in kind, really, you know, so it's the skin part is really the bonus part and it's the external representation of what is yeah. going on.
0: Right, yeah. Quick question, like I am exactly. I assume like there will be people who are like, yeah, I know it takes time, but is there any like rapid relief? Like I just really cannot step out of the house. <laughs> you know, with this, like, I'm sure you had that, right? Yeah, I do,
1: <laughs> I, I do, yeah, it, it's, it's a, a difficult, one. I think the biggest thing is, okay, first, in, internal stuff and external stuff, okay, internal stuff, you know, think of, you know, what can you do to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, really, you know, so that's kind right. of rest, digest, uh, repair, you know, making sure you're sleeping, I mean, if you, if you're, you want your skin to be clear, you know, maybe like the weekend, just sleep a lot, sleep a lot, really, you know, it's just catch up on your sleep because it will make a huge difference in terms of calming your skin down. And mm-hmm. then it cut out sugars, uh, no dairy, you know, no gluten. So really like just in, you know, maybe three days, just it's not it's not really like a detox just like reducing inflammation really cutting out any triggers cutting any angry triggers you know start calming down like meditation as well meditate you know and then sweat it out um you know do something that makes you happy um Mm. dance because when you're happy then you're going to produce you know your serotonin your dopamines um and then all that will give you that glow as well. Okay, so all that I mean, if you think about it, if you're happy, you're in love, you you your skin is different. Right. Really, mm-hmm. you know. I like that. It's like
0: a solution. Just yeah, it's just like a happy mode.
1: <laughs> happy mode. I know. You know. Of course, it's. I understand. It's difficult sometimes because when when you're looking your face and mm-hmm. then you know it's that negative feedback. And I think it's important to realize. That so what we, how we feel and what we say, our skin can actually feel it. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, we. I don't know if you know the the study by Doctor Im um, what's the name? Imaru Masato. Imaru Masato, he's a Japanese researcher. Uh-huh. A Japanese researcher. He did loads of research on water, the power of water, and loads of books. Power of water, like hidden messages of water, and he he looked at basically he got the, he took photographs of the water crystals at near freezing, okay? And he kind okay. of sliced it out and took pictures of it. And what he found that when you speak good language to the water,
0: uh, okay? I know this it one, yeah, go yeah, ahead. It's
1: a beautiful, beautiful crystals. And then if, you know, if it's a negative, if it's very negative, then it's kind of jagged in everything really. So think about our, our body has 60% water. Our skin cells has 64% water. You know, so think about how can we help to repair our our skin. It's not just what we eat, you know, what we put on our, our skin or apply it, but really how we feel and how we talk to our ourselves. Because when we speak to ourselves, the vibration of what we speak, it will hit the mirror and come back to us. We will feel it. Our skin will feel it. You know, so that's kind of I kind of I in. I, help my patient as well as like how can you we how can you work with your how can you work your skin use your skin make your skin like you need to be your skin's best friend right? you need to be like the cheerleader you right. know so so sometimes i get them to write down all the negative things they they Tell themselves You know Actually write it down So they can actually see it In front of the paper Then mm-hmm. actually realize Is this serving you You know How how would you reward it If this is your best friend If this is like Maybe your little sister If you have a sister Your, your favourite niece You know And in, and she's struggling Maybe she's a teenager Or something How would you Or maybe your daughter How would you do How would you say it differently More positive way You know Because I feel that That is an important part Of the healing process as well
0: mm-hmm. Yeah So important Like also the ruminating thoughts also contribute to stress so I really like that the whole vibration thing I think it might be abstract for some people but it's it's a it's a thing (laughs) um so kind of moving on to your book it's called the hormonal acne solution Mm -hmm. um first of all like how did you come to write this is it personal experience and then you know what is I guess the book about
1: so I was really inspired by my own experience, but also my mom's experience, because my mm-hmm. mom had really bad acne, and she, you know, even in her 40s, she, she had mainly more scars, you know, scars okay. and pigmentation from the acne, but, um, and I remember, you know, she was really proud of me going to medical school, she would tell all her friends and family, you know, and she said that, you know, when I come out, she, I can help her skin. But she passed away when I was 19 years old. So three weeks of me starting medical school. So it was a big shock. But then mm-hmm. I never, you know, so I never got to or well, she never got to see me graduate physically, if you like, you know. Okay. I'm, sure she, I'm sure she is there. So it kind of inspired me to to write it. Um, or I always knew that I wanted something to to contribute to her, really, you know. And then when I developed really bad acne when I was my twenties, so I developed more adult acne, you know. I mean, teenager, mm-hmm. I had you Know the normal sports, it wasn't too bad, but then really in my 20s, that I got it really, really bad. Um, and I realized that I also had like hormonal imbalance and I was almost near to burnout, I had hypothyroidism as well, low thyroid that you know affected my hair, um, my stress response, and everything. And I developed um, early stage cervical cancer as well, diagnosed when I was 30 years old. So I didn't like the way things were going, you know, my mm-hmm. health was going. So then I you know did a lot more studying nutrition integrative nutrition hormone balancing functional medicine and then I l- took what I learned experimented and then shared what I knew worked with my patients really and that's kind of like the birth of the book you know so nice
0: that- okay that's a beautiful story um, I'm sure your mom is very proud of you thank you <laughs> I'm,
1: sure, I'm proud of my mom too <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay so like I'm guessing you know in the book you talk a lot about basically what we've talked about and also like the solutions yes. um, is there anything interesting in there like you would think it's
1: that we share I yeah, yeah I think the book is mainly for women who want to clear their hormonal acne without medication you know so birth okay. control pill antibiotics um, and I look at you know, two two areas, the internal and external. So internal, you know, the the process is reducing inflammation, balancing sugars and balancing hormones. And I Mm -hmm. talk about each level, how to do that. And then the external part, you know, you work alongside it, looking at your skin products, um, keep it simple, um, keep it, like I said, reducing inflammation as well. I go through like a skin fasting routine, you know, how to simplify your your routine. Um, And then skin routine as well. How can you adjust your skin routine and skin products based on your skin cycles as well because our skin changes during our skin cycle uh, or during our menstrual cycle because you know we change our hormones so how will our skin change when is it more sensitive when is it more oily and how can we adjust our skin products based on that and then afterwards you know i kind of recommend kind of skin treatments as well because after you clear the active acne what can you do for the scarring and pigmentation and i gave um you know recommend Recommendation for you know what kind of tests, further tests if you want to test more, and also mm-hmm. how to find a good esthetician if you needed a medical facial or you know working with a skin practitioner uh, like myself. Really. so awesome. Those are kind of like the summary of That's the book.
0: That's pretty. Something stood out for me there. Um, you know, since my podcast is about hormones and you know PCOS, um, and I know it's in the book, you don't have to go into de- detail, but could you touch upon like how the skin changes during the menstrual cycle? According yeah, to
1: sure. the hormones, like, I think that's sure. very interesting. Yeah, so so we'll start from, you know, the menstrual cycle at the beginning, let's say your period time. Period okay. time is when your hormones are the lowest. So your skin tends to be a little bit drier during this time and tends to be a little bit more sensitive because of prostaglandin that is produced, you know, to contract the uterus to, to kind of um, expel the and wall so during the time I always tell patients more calming ingredients don't rub the skin so usually at the time you can get like little small dots the red dots very commonly during those times so you don't want to like do any exfoliation, during more calming skin, more, more hydrating um, during the menstrual cycle. And then your follicular phase, which is when your, um, the follicles in your eggs slowly you know, increase and ripen, ready for ovulation and your hormones starts to rise. That's when your skin is improving. So it's a skin improving phase. So during this time, you know, you can be a bit more using a bit more active ingredients, you know, make more glowing, a bit more exfoliation to help that. Um, and then the, the, the most important thing is the ovulation ovulation is when you're glowing because when you're ovulating nature kind of puts you in the best trying to put your best face forward to try to attract a male to try to fertilize the egg so in this time you are you know, your, your oil balance is the best. Your pore seems to be the smallest. Collagen production is the best as well, you know. So during this time, you know, you can do more things if you like, but be careful, it also increases more colour. So pigmentation can be a little bit more, um, can be easier during this time with ovulation. So, you know, when you're doing skin treatments, let's say, you know, like scar treatments, you want to make sure that you sun protection and maybe don't do like the laser treatments during the ovulation Mm, time.
0: Interesting, and then okay. you've got the
1: luteal phase as well. The luteal phase—that's when we commonly see PMS. Um, you know, your skin tends to be oilier. Uh, you know, if our, our hormones are not balanced, really. So, how can we adjust that? So that's kind of like a um, summary of what our skin would do during that. Phase. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. Um, I also <laughs> think you know, like, like learning about like if you're someone who does a lot of treatment to or uses like different products, like that's really cool. Uh, to think about uh, speaking of skincare routine so can you share mm-hmm. more about like what's an ideal skincare routine
1: okay it's different I will I will give more like um the main steps because yeah, I think there's so sure. many brands out there and different depending what country depending on what you have as well you know budget and everything so right. I don't really like to say brands because everyone's very different mm. um, I think the the three areas I look at for acne is number one, reducing inflammation on the skin. So this products, okay, products and skin routine, reducing inflammation, you know, kind of repairing the epidermal barriers so that it's resilient and kind of balancing the oils because when your skin is damaged or your epidermis is damaged, your your oil ratio on your skin changes to try to repair itself. Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's trying to like, how can we Repair epidermal barrier or strengthen the epidermal barrier so that it's resilient, and also balance the oils as well. And then after that, you know, kind of encourage the healthy regeneration so that your scars, pigmentation, it kind of clears itself. So those kind of three areas. So in terms of products, I like um, I like quite calming ingredients. So common ingredients that people mainly use for acne you know like alpha hydroxy acid these are common on benzoyl peroxide um, kind of like toners um, because they want to remove the oil uh, retinol and for people who have very angry skin I normally ask them to not use those for just Mm -hmm. for the beginning because if it's very angry you you need more anti-inflammation you don't want to exfoliate no exfoliation every day because maybe your skin is, is you're overdoing it so during the time you know more calming cleanser you know just a cream simple cream cleanser i I don't really i prefer not oil cleanser just a simple cream cleanser hyaluronic acid to really um, help to hydrate the skin and niacinamide is like a powerful um, antioxidant anti-inflammatory anti-acne anti-aging lots and (laughs) niacinamide is like my favorite favorite ingredient you know you can get it in serum um, cream form mask form you know all that so if you can get everything niacinamide you know I think that's really good because it's really great to calm calm redness you know so all that would be really helpful as well and then um, hy- hydrating I would say moisture I don't like the word moisturization because again depending on where you are in the world you know some places are very humid are dry you know and or and then you might not need as much moisturization but you might need more hydration um, mm-hmm. because you might use um air conditioning it's very dry but if it's like colder places you might need you know more moisturization you know so that's gonna so i would say hydration stroke moisturization so just make sure your skin is not dry because it's so tempting to use you know anti-acne um, products that can be very drying to your skin and especially if you're uh, more mature skin you know more mature i'm saying like 30 onwards your skin can okay. be can start to get drier and Mm. so you don't want to you don't want to dry your skin out so if you balance that out then your skin actually calms itself down because people always ask me oh my pores are very big i've very oily skin it tells me that your your oil is trying to come out so if you you know kind of scale about your exfoliation scale about your glycolic acids you know scale back just stop it for three weeks just start for three weeks you know Mm. and then just slowly use like niacinamide the hyaluronic acid the hydration part you know like simple moisture like moisturizer sunscreen is very important as well you know you can see a, a big difference on your skin with that
0: sounds good um i'm definitely going to put that all on the show notes especially like certain words um so yeah. people can look that up um so in terms of like skin treatments what kind of mm-hmm. skin treatments do you actually offer at your clinic and you're in based in london right
1: yeah i'm based in london i mean to be honest my, my the treatments I do usually focus more on the after effects, you know, on the scarring and pigmentation. So mm-hmm. if people have a lot of congestion, that blackheads, whiteheads, and they need to have an extraction, um, then I refer to very good estheticians or clinical therapists to to have it done. Really, you know, because if there is congestion, it's better to have it out, and then it's easier to maintain. Really, right. but it's, You know, so I would recommend going to someone who knows what they're doing and not do it yourself because you can make it worse. You can scar Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: be careful as well. You know, when you you, um, better do by recommendations because if you don't do it um, well, then you can get more. You can make it worse. Um, I've seen patients who have it worse as well, and also to make sure it is acne because there is a condition that looks like acne called fungal acne, and it's actually a fungal treatment. A fungal fungal skin problem and if you try to extract you can actually get more um, spots you know and they usually come out like usually come out like little white dots like almost like white heads but it's very red white heads like clusters and it's very itchy that's mm-hmm. mainly a fungal they call it fungal acne and that you need like a, a antifungal cream or ointment for that so don't treat it like an acne but treat it as a, a fungal skin problem
0: right good to know <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I love all I love everything that we covered today I think that was a good summary um, especially about like the root causes and some solutions both internally and then also externally um, so you know if if anyone wants to find you more online or in person where can they find you
1: so I'm quite active on Instagram uh, which you actually found me as well you know so is <laughs> Um, so at Dr. Underscore Terry Underscore, which I know you shared in the show notes. My main website is www.drterrylong.com, um, but I do have another um, site specifically for acne, and it's basically www.howtoclearhormonalacne.com, um, where I do have a acne adult acne guide that you can download, and I share my my treatment protocol in there as well, so you can use it as a guide. And there's also a checklist to see whether you do have hormonal acne, it's like ten things to look out for if you have hormonal mm-hmm.
0: acne. That's useful. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I'll definitely put all of that in the show notes. I think guides or checklists are amazing. Oh, it's always good. (laughs) Yeah. Make it easy. Yeah. Um, Before we wrap this up, do you have anything else you just wanted to share about acne in general or just skincare?
1: Yeah, I think with skin, I would say, you know, acne is not bad. See it as a signal, as a message from your skin to you to just to pay more attention to take better care of yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. really so see as a
1: signal see see it as an opportunity rather than a bad thing
0: yeah i yeah i agree i mean i always think that symptoms are like a gift or like a love letter i've read Mm -hmm. that somewhere like a love letter from your body to yourself um it's yeah yeah, i totally get you know the feelings associated with acne too it's it can be very like demoralizing Mm -hmm. um well thank you for coming on the show today it was very thank you very much for having you
1: absolutely